0: Day number 209. All right, day 209. Joey abandons our fellow Americans. Nobody seems to care but us. Uh, all of you in this audience, we care. And But he's turned the page. The media mob is willing. Accomplices have turned the page. It is sad. It is corrupt. It is unconscionable. And nobody cares. I wonder how many people might be left in Ukraine when all is said and done. It's amazing how many American soldiers... Watching this conflict, and I know maybe you can get a little callous when you talk about human tragedy. There apparently have now been 40 schools that have been bombed. We have the maternity hospital. We had all the images to prove it. And uh, I'm surprised only three people died in that attack. 17 others were injured. Then, of course, we showed the images last night of a mass grave that had about 70 people in it. We showed it. It's... um, You know, these are human beings. When you see innocent women, men, women, and children laying in the street, murdered, for what? They had suitcases with them. They were leaving the country, leaving the war zone. Why would you kill them? Why would you wipe out entire neighborhoods? Why are you firing at, you know, so close to nuclear reactors in that catastrophe? Uh, We'll get to the war side of this in just a minute. Let me take you back. To October 22nd, 2020. This is the second presidential debate. Now, I don't think any presidential debates should take place after one vote has been cast. I thought the, the first debate, I thought, you know, Donald Trump was a little too aggressive. And in the second debate, I thought he just crushed Joe Biden, just destroyed him. But by that point, 100 million Americans had already voted. Listen to this particular exchange.
1: Would he close down the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down the falls. oil by the way, industry? I would
0: transition from the oil industry. Yes. Oh, that's transition. a big statement. That is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But it's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Over time, and I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. And that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that Texas? Will you okay. remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? I- Uh, what an exchange right you know there's now a full-on push by every radical democrat led by Jen Psaki the chief lying propagandist for the Biden administration and Joey himself saying that oh there's nothing I can do about high gas prices this is all because of Putin that's a lie because gas prices had been going up dramatically, close to what, a buck fifty more a gallon than what he inherited. He inherited energy independence. He put all of these other policies in place. The Keystone XL pipeline, according to the Alberta premier, would have been completed by now. If, if in fact, they had kept it open. He, I know he gave his waiver to Vladimir Putin. Does that make any sense? That's madness. Something Trump told me last night he'd never do. We'll play part of my Trump interview coming up as well. And you know, first they say, "Oh, inflation is transitory." Now, transition is because tra- uh, inflation is because of of uh, Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine. No, because that doesn't happen until February twenty fourth, and yet we had forty year high after forty year high after forty year high of inflation for four straight months. You can't blame that on Vladimir Putin, nor can you blame the high price of energy on Vladimir Putin either. And and the idea that we're gonna now, rather than once again return, admit you're wrong, return to the policies of energy independence, lift these environmental emissions restrictions, allow the auctioning on federal lands to continue, opening up Anwar, doing the continuing the Keystone pipeline. If we can get that done, we're told in eight months and nine hundred thousand barrels of oil from Canada will be flowing right into the United States. Now, if the choice is importing oil from little Justin in Canada versus, let's see, the mullahs in Iran, the murdering thug dictator Maduro in Venezuela, uh, or or getting on your hands and knees and begging the Saudis and and OPEC nations to produce more oil, and they keep saying no because they hate the fact that Joe is in negotiations with Iran being brokered by Russia, I've never seen anything this bad. In my entire life, every single thing this guy has done has turned into a disaster. And then when he sends his vice president over, you know, we get giggling. It is embarrassing, and one of the reasons why a lot of this is happening is because these these megalomaniac, maniacal, uh, power hungry uh, dictators with territorial ambitions t- see the weakness see the frailness, see the cognitive decline, see a vice president that is absolutely clueless with the giggles, and it's an opportunity for them to do whatever the hell they want. And wait till I tell you the things that we now know. You know, we now know Joe made the decision to stop the MiGs, the 28, 29 MiGs that Poland was going to give Ukraine. He made that decision. It's worse than what we thought you know, we have consumer, we have inflation at a 40-year high. We have consumer confidence now, as of today, Reuters reporting, an 11-year low. How, How does anybody have any confidence in this economy? You can't, because they're not doing a single thing in terms of getting us out of these inflationary conditions. Now, When Joe Biden artificially lowered the world supply and abandoned the energy independence policies of Donald Trump, that caused a lot of this. I never thought we'd have an American president where you have Russia invading a sovereign country. They're killing innocent men, women, and children, even in the streets. Uh, They're they're, they're, they're pulverizing entire neighborhoods. They've even hit a a maternity hospital, 40 schools and i was seeing pictures images of mass graves with little kids in them little children precious children and 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 a lot of this is rooted in all of his economic and energy policies you know remember back in november we had jennifer Granholm, your energy secretary she was giggling another giggler giggling of, oh, 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 oh listen what is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in america <laughs> Oh my God, that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC, and they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. Okay. Well, we artificially reduced the world supply, and this is the predictable result. We now have what? For the fifth day in a row? Record high gas prices. We've never ever, as a country, as as citizens of a country, paid this much per gallon of gasoline. Every single thing you buy at every store you go to costs more because it costs more to get it there. Every look at your home heating bills. Where do you see your cooling bills, your air conditioning bills this summer? Saudi Arabia again, by the way, rejected Biden's pleas. To produce more oil, why because of this idiotic Iranian deal now apparently there 's a bump in the road now we're we're going into a deal that is being brokered by Russia and China on behalf of Iran because the Iranians won 't talk to us and that th- those are the conditions we're going to we 're going to talk to them now this was interesting this this is in the province this is one of the Canadian uh, news agencies reporting that as Joe is begging you know, the mullahs in Iran and the thug dictator murderer in Venezuela and begging OPEC, Uh, Canada, which already supplies 51% of our imported foreign oil, uh, and there are sources in Canada and their energy sector saying that immediately they can send the Americans, us, we, the American people, an extra 400,000 barrels of oil per day by rail or through existing pipelines. And Canada could be sending America more, but the problem is transportation. There aren't enough conduits. In other words, we ought to get right back to building out that pipeline. Inflation now, if you look at the Wharton-Penn estimates, the average household is, is paying an additional 3500 to $5,000 per household just because of Joe Biden's uh, inflation. And add to that now new cost estimates that we might be per person anyone driving a car you might be paying an additional $2,000 in fuel costs in a year. Um, how does the poor and middle class ever ever pay for that? That you know 64% of american households are living paycheck to paycheck already because of this. And I love Rick Santelli he had a good rant he said uh you know first we were politicizing inflation. First it's transitory. Not only is it not transitory, it's worse than that. Now we're blaming Putin. All of this inflation happened before Putin and his invasion of Ukraine. All of this, these rising gas prices happened well before Putin. Goldman Sachs is now saying the likelihood of a recession is growing every single day. And they downgraded the forecast for economic growth in 2022. They now see little to no growth during the first three months of the year. Over at Moody's Analytics, the chief economist Mark Zandi is warning there is a growing threat. that rising inflation will overwhelm the nation's strong economic recovery, resulting in a recession. This is a self-induced recession. This is a Biden recession. This is Biden inflation. This is Biden causing high gas prices by artificially reducing the world's supply of energy and steadfastly refusing to go back to the policies that he inherited that had us at a little over $2 a gallon of gasoline. Remember those days, the good old days? You know, now the, if, with the 40-year high in inflation, yeah, and, and the worst is yet to come, even Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says, oh, it's likely going to be another year of very uncomfortable inflation. Economic woes, inflation heating up, it's caused 64%. That's two thirds of Americans now living paycheck to paycheck. I've been there. It sucks to live paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that was years of my life in my young adult life. It sucks when you have to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, and now that you go into the store, you know, okay, I can't buy steak. I don't even know if I can afford chop meat at this point. I don't even know if I can afford chicken. Ch- you see the price of chicken wings? It's through the roof. I know because I eat chicken wings. I make my own chicken wings. It's just so all of his every single problem we're facing, inflation, Afghanistan, the border, energy, you name it, all preventable and all solvable. But he's got to go back to the policies that were working under Donald Trump. Maybe those tweets that angered so many people. um, Maybe you see it in a different light now. And I don't believe Putin would have invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump were president. And I'll tell you why. Because Donald Trump, in some way, because I know what he did with the Taliban, he said, you don't follow every dotted I, cross T, every common period, I'm going to blow you off the face of the earth. I guarantee you something similar was said to Putin. Now, Putin, I'm sure, looked at him like, ah, he's bluffing. But there was 5% of them that thought, holy Adam Schiff, maybe he means it. And that threat was very real. You think Joe could ever project any type of toughness at all no impossible want to remind you can call him joe i blame vladimir putin biden that's who he is inflation which has been in existence now it's gone up almost every month since he's been president he inherited a CPI of 1.4%. Now it's 7.9. If we use the old calculations that they used in the Carter years to measure inflation, we'd be at 16%. It's the highest level of inflation in 40 years. Now, if you think Democrats are dumb and, and begging the Saudis and, and begging OPEC and begging Maduro and, and Venezuela and the mullahs and Iran is bad, okay, get, you'll love this. You think we have an oil shortage now, and we do. Joe artificially reduced our our output, all these restrictions. Today, Business Insider is reporting Democrats introduced a bill to tax the largest oil companies recording their biggest profits in years and use their money to provide quarterly checks to Americans facing sticker shock about everywhere they look. They want to impose a 50 percent tax on the difference between the current price of a barrel of oil and the average price between 2015 and 2019. Now, House, this is Sheldon Whitehouse and and California congresswoman, you know, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Michael Bennett, Sherrod Brown, they all signed on to this. The plan would also establish a quarterly payment program to provide direct payments to Americans struggling with rising prices. Income redistribution. How about you take your foot off the neck of energy producers and let them do their job and open up drilling and exploration everywhere like Trump did. Anyway, their plan is, you know, to just... (laughs) What do you think these companies are going to do? You think they're just going to keep producing oil for the government to tax them at 50%? No, they're not going to do that. And if they do, they're going to charge, pass that cost onto the consumer. How stupid are these people? This transfer of wealth, insanity, cradle to grave, womb to tomb. Leave the companies alone like Trump did. no one else does america deserves to know the truth about congress all right 25 to the top of the hour joe i blame all of my failures on vladimir putin biden because that's what it is i mentioned earlier the treasury secretary janet yellen is saying that americans will likely see another year of very uncomfortably high inflation you think So a reporter yesterday asked Kamala Harris, how how long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing for this historic inflation and some unprecedented gas prices? Here's her answer. That's it. Her answer is she didn't answer. She didn't answer. Nancy Pelosi is joining the parade of blaming Putin for high gas prices and inflation. Gas prices and inflation were up dramatically before vladimir ever went near ukraine you know i mean he did he's done so well i mean he ran out of covid tests over christmas let's say he ran out of monoclonal antibodies he's never mass produced the antivirals uh the crime in this country violent crime is surging all over the country uh the supply chain uh chain shortage of empty shelves and stores uh the disaster at the at the border that he created the disaster that's Afghanistan, 40-year high of inflation, gas prices at record highs. Uh, what are you running on, Joe? What are you? What have you been successful at? Um, it's pretty unbelievable. Peter Ducey, we played it yesterday. This is a president that always talks about the power of example. Does he own an electric vehicle? Presidents of the United States don't do a lot of driving. The only good news today is Iran talks have paused. They need to get out of these talks. You're letting Vladimir Putin and China negotiate on behalf of the mullahs of Iran because they won't talk to the United States. Thank God they won't talk to us. I don't want to talk to them. Just make sure they never get a nuclear weapon because if they get it, the odds of them using it are probably pretty high. You don't need to be a foreign policy expert. you know. And, of course, the media is all on board with this job. Uh, uh, I blame every every failure of mine on Vladimir Putin's strategy. The two of the dumbest people and two of the most boring, dull people on television, Andrea Mitchell and, and Chucky Todd, were having a conversation. And so anyway, so Chucky Todd kicks off a panel discussion and points out the price of gasoline will be a potent issue in the 2022 midterms. And, and Mitchell is a hardcore left-wing hack. Oh, it's a potent one. but I But I really do think in talking to members of Congress, they now see the politics right now. And it may not last that the American people are behind this. Uh, What world are you living in? Because that's not the world called reality. And I don't think it's being sold adequately enough. Well, if it means not bringing war here, right, we could sell it that way. I might argue that, Todd said. And then Mitchell says, yeah. And and call it the Putin price hike. That's a great way to message Joe's failure. Only problem is we all know, everybody knows, gas prices were up nearly a buck fifty a gallon before Putin went near Ukraine. So that doesn't work out. Celinda so Lake, the pollster, another Democratic hack who worked for Biden's twenty twenty campaign, is saying the same news. You know, it's not all bad news. The good news is we have a very specific reason why gas price well, we have a villain. And the villain is blame Vladimir Putin for Joe's failures. Joe, I blame Vladimir Putin for every failure of mine. By the way, it's not sticking with the American people. If you look at the latest approval rating, 39% approval. He stays in the 30s, 70%. If you look at Trafalgar of Americans, they want Biden to boost U.S. oil and gas production. Um, There's some, some great details in this poll, and it's very, very potent and effective and I don't think people are paying attention uh some of the other questions that came out you believe that the U.S. and other NATO countries should enforce a no-fly rule definitely yes 20 percent yes 22 percent this that's a mixed result now on the issue of oil replacement now that President Biden's made the decision to ban Russian oil imports which of the following places would you most support the replacement coming from 76.5 percent Alaska Texas oil producing states 15% canada and it goes down from there should we allow send fighter planes to ukraine definitely yes 36% yes 32% all right that's 68% nearly 70% no 11.5 if you're going to give what's the difference javelins you're going to give them javelins you're going to give them stingers you can't give them a jet you know um obviously everybody hates vladimir putin that was in there as well and I think an important question. And uh, it was a great poll, Trafalgar. We she put it on our website, Hannity.com. Um, people are going to get very, very nervous very fast. And if they stick with these, these new Green Deal socialist policies and they go to the world's worst actors and they go there and make them rich again, that will be a backlash the likes of which I don't think we're ever going to see again. And they can do this all they want. It's not going to work. Pro-Biden climate activists pressuring banks to defund America's oil and gas industry? By the way, insurance companies and banks don't want to lend because they know the, the heavy new environmental emissions restrictions that have been put on oil and energy companies that they can't produce at a level that insurance companies feel comfortable insuring and banks feel comfortable lending. They are killing the energy sector in this country, and it's all by design. I'll play the cut of Biden. He ran on this uh, back when he was running for president. You know, quote from a South South Dakotan, Biden doesn't care about small-town America. South Dakotans say if he cared, the Keystone would be going. The Keystone pipeline, according to the uh, Alberta-Canada Premier, would be done by now. 900,000 barrels a day. Canada's offering us an additional 400,000 barrels a day right now. Why are we begging Venezuela and Iran and OPEC? None of this makes any sense. It's a, it's, it is it's insanity, these policies. Um, I don't believe a word Putin says. He says there's been a positive shift in peace talks with Ukraine. I don't believe it for a second. Russian officials, they want an emergency reading uh, a UN Security Council. I don't care what Putin wants. I just don't care. Putin also, according to Sky News, is bringing in brutal mercenaries to fight in Ukraine. Oh, okay. That's not going to work out very well, is it? It's not good at all. Um, Kim Jong-un had a good relationship with Donald Trump. And guess what? We got remains of of back of American soldiers left behind from the Korean War. We got uh, him to stop firing a missile every other day. And what did Donald Trump give in exchange? He gave time. He talked to them. explained last night, I had a good relationship with all these people, but I was also very clear to them that don't mess with me. That's called peace through strength. And the thing is, is they believed him. You know, the Pentagon, you know, let me go through all of this because this is really important, what we've now learned in the last 24 hours. First of all, it looks like the Russians now are preparing. That's why you can't believe Putin All indications, all satellite imagery is pointing to a massive assault on Kyiv. And I was bringing this up yesterday. If you look from above, you can see slowly the Russians have been closing in on the capital. Now, they run into obstacles and troubles and difficulties. But it looks like a large Russian convoy has now redeployed right near Kyiv, according to satellite images. So that means that an invasion of Kyiv is probably days in you know just a few days from now. Russia also has expanded their attacks to Ukraine on on the western side as ground forces maneuver near Kyiv. In other words the Russian military has widened its campaign in Ukraine with airstrikes on new targets in the country's west. They've hit the east, the west, the north and the south and they've got the capital pretty much surrounded around the perimeter not the capital itself but they're obviously moving in on the capital. So that's, that, that's what we're watching unfolding before our eyes today. Um, Wall Street Journal did a deep dive, and now we know something we didn't know yesterday. And that is, it turns out that the decision by our government, your government, by I blame Putin for everything I do wrong Biden, uh, their decision to deny the offer from Poland for these 28 uh, MiG-29 fighters is even worse than we thought and that is yesterday the white house late late yesterday confirmed the decision went all the way up to joe biden joe biden is the one that denied the jet delivery i guess he didn't want to make vladimir mad he'd get mad and everything sort of like his answer why don't you take questions i can't answer because if i answer questions they're gonna get really mad at me i'm gonna get yelled at and i won't get my my ice cream tonight I've never seen such pathetic weakness. So what if Vladimir gets mad? Is there really a distinction or a difference if you're sending lethal anti-aircraft and anti-tank weapons like Javelins and Stinger missiles and you you send them some jets or just allow Poland to send them the jets? What's the big deal? Or are you just going to sit back and watch? And this this is for me not about Ukraine. I want to be very clear. Ukrainians, if look, if they're willing to fight for their country, they're a sovereign nation and they're invaded by a hostile regime, Vladimir Putin. I thought the Democrats hated Vladimir Putin. Then the United States, when you see mass atrocities like this and maternity hospitals hit and you see schools, some 40 schools have been decimated, entire neighborhoods have been decimated. And you see dead men, women and children that have their luggage trying to leave the country lying dead in streets. And when you see, you know, these these graves that they're they're building and throwing one body in after another, like we showed last night, there's a more now it's a moral issue to me. It's not about Ukraine. I've 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 often pointed out Ukraine's government corruption. I'm not willing to ever put an American boot on the ground. But if they're willing to fight for their freedom we should stand for the cause of freedom. And that simply is defined. Never a boot on the ground. Provide them the, the missiles that they need. And if they need MiGs or if they need fighter jets, give it to them. Lend it to them. So they can at least at least do damage and maybe push Putin out of their country. Reuters, the U.S. is pushing to export um, liquefied natural gas uh to Europe's you know the problem is we stop producing it the problem is there are restrictions all over states like Pennsylvania and West Virginia and Ohio where we have we are the Saudi Arabia we are the you know we are the world's leading you know resource holder of natural gas you would think that we would use it but we're not going to use it um Now, because everything went so poorly for Kamala Harris yesterday, the White House had to spin. Oh, uh, no, no, she's not there at all in any way to broker any deals um, after she was caught off guard and couldn't answer a single question and, and went into the giggling thing again. It was so humiliating and embarrassing, but I don't know what would be worse. Imagine Joe Biden has to go on a long flight to Europe and then get off the plane and actually have a conversation with somebody. And then have a joint press conference and have long meetings with people. By the time he ever got to the microphone, it would be an unmitigated disaster. I don't know which is worse. Anyway, former press secretary to the Ukrainian president Zelensky, he said it would be a tragedy if Kamala Harris ever became the president of the United States. Oh, I would argue that's probably an understatement. I mean, just look look at what's happening here. It has not been a good week it's been a disaster for the country and for Biden and Harris. And everything is getting much worse for we, the American people. Inflation, another 40-year high. One record after another per gallon of gasoline at the pump. No, it doesn't seem like it's going to go down anytime soon. Democrats have no plans to fix any of the, this mess, only to blame Vladimir Putin. And all of it was happening long before Vladimir Putin invaded Janet Yellen even admitting that Americans will likely see another year of uncomfortably high inflation. How long should Americans expect? Uh, Should we be bracing for this historic inflation and unprecedented gas prices? Crickets from Kamala Harris. No answer. Pelosi, you know, has joined the uh, I blame all our failures on Vladimir Putin brigade. The media has joined that lie. It is a big lie. Biden say, I I believe we have a record to be incredibly proud of. What, COVID? Afghanistan? Energy? Economy? Borders? Tell me where, Joe. You know, Peter Ducey asks, are you going to blame Putin for everything until the midterms? The answer, I'll give Peter the answer. The answer is yes. And no, Joe doesn't drive an electric car. Unbelievable. Um. Biden continues to beg America's enemies. I I cannot believe it. I can't. Tom Cotton's going to be on Hannity tonight. Democrats divided. They don't know what to do. They they can't give in to their insane base, but they're going to try. Unbelievable.